Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome back to the D&D Music Factory podcast. This is episode 78. We are back from our long hiatus. And Dan, tell everybody what we're going to be breaking down today. So, in honor of our return, we decided that we are going to count down this week the top 10 songs about the boys being back in town. This is it. We're back. We're here. Yes. And we're going to sing the songs that celebrate it. Exactly, well, yeah. I guess we're not going to sing them. <laughs> well, this, is a karaoke, this is a karaoke episode. Yeah. I feel like that would be a great idea. That would that be the most, a good idea. Like, welcome to the most painful episode of this podcast. Yeah, the one you will never listen yeah. to again. The one We're here to destroy your 10 favorite songs. <laughs> um, uh, like, yeah, so this this is like the perfect storm because, you know, we're, we're only going to be able to be back so many times. Yeah, you can only be back once. That's true. I really think that's that there is a limit to how many times you can be back. And, yeah. And one... Like, it's a, it's it's a once and the done. W- the one time can be celebrated. After that, it's like oh, he just comes back all the time. Then you're it's just an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a comeback if you show up every five years. And it's like ah, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like fucking Brett Favre on on retiring ten different times. Yeah, or whatever. He or did. Tom Brady. Yeah, same same kind of deal. So yeah, the boys are back. Um, we're very back. We're very much back. Um, we couldn't be more back. No, could not. We tried um and before, and it and this this was the only way. So yeah, apologies for uh for the break, but uh, I had a baby. Uh, her name is Talia. It's going great. Uh, but you know, those first few weeks and months, it's a little bit of an adjustment, and uh, it's hard to do fun stuff and work and take care of a newborn at the same time. So, hand up. This all you know. That's my bad. It's a but, hard uh, juggling act. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, things are more regular now. I'm on actually a little bit of paternity leave for the next three months, which is pretty great. Um. And, uh, yeah, we can start making this a regular thing again. So we wanted to celebrate that with you all in the best way that we knew how. And like you said, we're, we're counting down the songs about the boys being back in town. They're back. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, Dan, uh, what kind of B-sides did you have for this episode? So B-sides for me off of the classic Elton John uh, Caribou album, The Bitch is Back. Um, I think it still counts as the boys being back in town. Elton John identifies as male. So he is a boy, and he is the song is about him being back. True. Uh, you know, I I fucking love Elton John, man. Um, con- controversial opinion that uh, Rocket Man is the best music biopic. I'll fucking say it. It's, is that that's your opinion? That's I think a fact. Um, I haven't seen all of them mostly because I just they're just they're tough. Yeah, because I know so much of it. Bohemian not true. Rhapsody is bad. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't finish love, the Elvis love movie. Love Queen. Love Queen, but it's the worst movie. I got halfway through Elvis and I turned it off. Yeah, I think I did the People same thing. People were like, oh, they asleep. snubbed this at the Oscars this year. I'm like, no, they didn't. Did you watch that movie? It's fucking awful. Yeah, they, they almost like, never go It's well. a great story. We all already know it. And it's got Tom Hanks in a weird German accent over all Dutch. of it. Yeah, yeah, it's Dutch. There's only two things I hate, Dave. <laughs> People Those intolerant of other cultures and the Dutch. Yeah. And it's just like, it's all like, and he started to gyrate and everyone got very excited. And you're like, what the fuck is, what am I watching? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, really, really not a fan. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Yeah. What's it called was good. Nah. Walk the Line, I think is my favorite. Walk the Line was pretty good. Yeah. I think Joaquin Phoenix is just too handsome to be Johnny Cash. I don't disagree. And, but uh, I also don't find him to be especially handsome. Oh, he's, he's what? You're crazy. You crazy. Not my, not my type. Um, and then I think what's it called? The oh, that Miles Davis one was bad, but I'd say the one that uh, Ethan Hawke did about Chet Baker was cool. Oh, I never saw um, that one. Really, I think the best thing is it didn't paint him as a great guy. 
which I think was really important. Yeah. Um, and the same with the Johnny Cash movie. They were like, look, yeah. this dude was cheating on his wife, drug addict, mess, like for most of his life. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. with that, Dave, what do you, what's a, so my next B side, I guess would be, uh, I'd say he's back by Alice Cooper, the man behind the mask. Okay. Um, it's very, so like when you think in your head, like of Alice Cooper of like no more Mr. Nice guy and like 18, and like school's out for summer. This song is very different. It is much softer, much, I'll say worse. Uh, but it's one of the few songs I can find about some boys being back. And then for my final B side, I will go with uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Um, this song is about a boy being back in town. Although this is the only song I could find where that is not a positive thing. It's not always good when people are back. Yeah, you don't always want them back. Sometimes you want them to turn around and because they're not welcome anymore. Yeah, sometimes you were you were happy they were and, gone. You, know, you should have made them leave the key. Because if you thought they were back for one second to be bothering me, I fucked that up. Anyway, Dave, what do you got for your B-sides? All right, B-sides for me are The Boys Are Back in Town by Bon Jovi. Uh, the Boys Are Back in Town by Everclear. Uh, Boys Are Back in Town by The Bus Boys. Uh, let's see here. What else do I have? Uh, the Boys Are Back in Town by The Happy Mondays. Uh, the Boys Are Back in Town by The Avid Brothers. Um, and The Boys Are Back in Town by Young Gravy, Puya, Ramirez, and Trippy the Kid. Um, and you, oh, and you know what? Um, All three of those names sound like the worst. I know. Like... There's four. Those were four. Young Gravy, Puya, Ramirez and Trippy the Kid. Oh, okay, I thought Puya Ramirez was no. The that would have made more sense. Uh, that sounds like that's a cooler name, I think, combined. Young Gravy's the guy who's banging Steph Curry's mom. Fuck. Yeah, I think that's rough. I'll have to double check that fact. You um, think he has to call him Mister Young Gravy? I would imagine so. I guys, think I gotta go have the... dinner with my mom and Step Gravy. I think them's the rules, right? Yeah, <laughs> Step Gravy. <laughs> um, and let's see here. Uh, we also had uh, the boys are back in town by the Gap Band. Um, so yeah, those those are my B sides. Uh, they're all pretty good in their own right, but just missed the cut because um, you know not not every song about the boys being back in town is 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 a hit um, or is as good as you know the ones that we're going to mention. So, all right, with that uh, awkward transition out of the way, Dan, why don't you take us over to your uh, number five song? Oh, dude, with pleasure. So number five for me comes to us from 1976, man. Vertigo Records. This is Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. Hell yeah. Off of their album Jailbreak. Um, I mean, this is this song's fucking great, man. Like, what's not to love? Phil Knott, probably one of the coolest, like... You've seen the video, man. He's got the leather jumpsuit on. Like, he's got the thickened big jazz bass. Yeah. Not even P-bass. He's going jazz, which is sick. Yeah. Um, because this is definitely a P-bass band. But he was like... Think. He was like, no way, man. I'm, I might be here. I might need the full bar. Like, I don't need the split pickup. I need the full bar yeah. by the bridge. Yeah. And it's excellent. His voice is so perfect. It's got so much, like, like an Elvisy kind of, like, croon to it, which I always really dug. Um, it's just, it's, it's great, man. So if you don't know about Thin Lizzy, uh, the name is debated whether it is named after his favorite comic book character, um, that was also named Tin Lizzy, um, that was in an early comic book or from the dandy comic, or if it's, it's also a nickname in Ireland for Model T Ford or basically like a shitbox car. 
what gotcha. we in America would refer to, or I refer to as a jalopy. Yeah. Like, you know, a car falling apart, which is what they used to tour in when they first started. Oh, interesting. So they're like, oh, it's a Tin Lizzy, but they realized we're Irish. When we say thin, it sounds like tin. So they're like, oh, we're, we're Tin Lizzy, but it's spelled Thin Lizzy. And it's great. Yeah. Um, they're fucking great, man. They're so good. Yeah. yeah um, this, this is an all-timer. And there's, you know, there's a few Irish bands that you can be like, oh, they're on, like, they're great bands. But they, I mean, Phil's got to be on the, the Rushmore, right? I would think so, because like, it's Irish not... Rushmore, you got to put Phil up there. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, everybody's going to go to U2 first. Um, Those people are incorrect. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's other. I, I would say there's like songs from artists that I like a lot, but I don't know who else I would put like as a full artist. Uh, I think I'd, I'd go Van Van Morrison. Yeah, that's tr- that's sure. fair. Even though he's like pretty racist now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's the classic. Every 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 old man just turns into that. Yeah, kind of. He's, he's, he's got see. he and Eric Clapton are all in the same trajectory. Eric Clapton was always like that. That's though. true. Like, actually, that's, that's the worst yeah. part. Um, he was always with that shit. And then I would also say, like, uh, who else is Irish? That's awesome. Uh, you know, you put... Uh, I love the song Teenage Kicks by... Um, put Slow Dive on there. I thought they were Scottish. Scottish, yeah, that's probably See, that's true. the thing. Like, they all... You half, think half of my bloody Valentine is Irish. Yeah, I think the Cranberries, right? Cranberries are Irish. Cranberries are Irish. We should know this a Enya. little bit better. <laughs> Enya is be- Irish. Because um, it's St. Patrick's Day this weekend. We probably should have done... Yeah, but, like... But also, who cares? Yeah, and I come from low-born Irish scum. So, like, I, I, we never got a proper education. <laughs> We're from coal people. Um, <laughs> all right, so, Dave, with that, what do you got up for us? Uh, your number five pick for songs about boys being back in town. All right. Up at number five for me is The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Fuck yeah, dude. Love that song. Yeah, real, real just classic track. Um, this band is... Gotta be, like, number one dad band. Not number one dad band, but this is, like, number one dad song, I feel yeah, like. That's like, like that's like a good song It's still. a classic dad song. Like, a dad that, like, would chuck this on a jukebox at the diner, and you'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, yeah. this song rules. You know, I can't imagine how pumped dads got back in the day when this song came on there with their boys. Coming home from coming home from college or something for the summer. Yep. Or just getting together. and or driving po- down the shore. Yep. Woo! Heading down to the shore, going to the Poconos for a weekend. Got the bruise. Maybe you're just meeting up at a bar and you get you get, get the, the old. Chicks. Everybody's there and somebody walks in and they're like, "Hey, who let this guy in?" And then yeah. you know, one well, of those. Don't let anybody in. Yeah, well, what don't are you let doing? Anybody. Hey, hey, hey! It's been forever. <laughs> you know those kind of situations. So um, that alpha dad where they're all like shaking hands and not looking at each other. Yeah, <laughs> in the vests. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what's not to like about this song? I mean, Thin Lizzy, got to be one of the most famous Irish bands of all time. Um, not that this is like, this means anything, but I, I didn't know that the lead singer, um, his name is uh, Phil Lynott. I didn't know that he was black. Uh, that call, that was like one For of For the, the longest time, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know that there were black people in Ireland. Yeah, his dad's... Just, his dad's I've never Brazi- been there, so I don't know why. His dad's Brazilian. Okay. And from everything I've read, like pretty much skipped town. Right after he was, like, born. Oh, that stinks. That sucks. And he said he had a reunion with him later in life once they kind of made it big. Oh, that's And he's like, it wasn't really a positive experience. That can happen, which stinks. So I wonder if the reunion was like, oh, I'm your dad. Can I have 10 grand? Yeah. I mean, some gross like that. Like one of those things you see in the movies. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that can get ugly. But, you know, at least he was successful and 
you know, up until his... When did he die? In the 80s? Carolina? So, Phil and Matt died in 78? Okay, so yeah, 78. Uh, All right. 86, sorry. 86. 86. 86. Oh, damn, the year I was born, but way before it. Um, Only 36 years old. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, didn't didn't get to, you know, become an old man. That's also how old I am now. That's weird. Um, but, like, left a pretty awesome legacy on, on rock music. I mean... There's, like we said, there's not a whole lot of famous bands from Ireland. Um, so what they were able to do from a place... Oh, Fontaine's DC has to be in there now. Completely slipped that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, diff a very, like, eclectic type of, like, song writing. They did a lot of, like, Irish folk tales and then did songs like this that were heavier and more rocking. There's also some stuff that was described as heavy metal, which I, you know, I, I can't say that I've... Definitely like the proto, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't say that I've heard every one of their songs, but, um, you know, they, they, they definitely, they had some balls to them, which, you know, a band that's coming from a country like that at that time probably needed to have to, yeah. you know, with, with all, the, all the shit that they were dealing with. Um, so... Great band, uh, love the song um, and and the record uh, Jailbreak, which also happens to be my second favorite song of theirs. All right, uh, Dan, um, with this one out of the way, why don't you take us over to your number four pick? All right, number four pick for me comes to us all the way from Dublin, Ireland. I'm going with Thin Lizzy's "The Boys Are Back in Town." All right, number all right. four, like it, it, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it really. It like really when you're fits like, the narrative if we're this. talking about like songs that are perfect for this. I really, it's hard, I'm hard pressed to think of one that's better. I would um, agree. So this band, originally, you know what, the other big thing that makes Thin Lizzy awesome? Three-piece band. Ooh. That I've always seen them as a three-piece. Now, they also had multiple guitar players over the years. Um, with Eric Bell, Gary Moore played for them for a little while, if any of you are familiar with him. Um, played with uh, fucking Deep Purple. Um pretty great dude um scott gorham i don't know any of the other guys one guy's name was snowy white that's funny as fuck that's um, yeah, i wonder if that's like a drug nickname <laughs> yeah it's it's a pseudonym for sure yeah. uh but big thing about phil phil Lynott, phil lanat i'm not sure how you say it i'm gonna stick with my lanat and dave will stick with his line yeah um because neither of us are sure but anyway because i never got to meet the man which is sad i would have loved to um, he is known as being a huge inspiration for some of my inspirations, inspirations. Like, he was a huge influence on bands like Motorhead and Metallica. That, you know, Metallica, you know, you hear they cover Cold Gin. Um, that's originally a, a song by them. Yeah. Um, they fucking love them, and it's obvious why. Like, this band rules. They were so revered. If you go on... Um, Grafton Street in Dublin, which is like the, I don't know what you call it, like Main Street of Dublin. Okay. The, the big bars and nightclubs and people hanging and shopping. They have a statue of Phil that sits dead in the center that they put up in 2005 uh, that people come and take pictures with. And it's awesome. He's a favorite son. And I love that, especially because um, in my experience in America, sometimes the Irish can be a little intolerant. Um, and I love that they were like, no, fuck that, man. This dude's, a, this dude's from us. Like, yeah, he's yeah. one of us. Like, and we love him so much. Uh, I mean, like the guitar solo on here is great. All the little like references. It's very, uh, 
Springsteen-y to me, lyrically. Yeah, Where yeah. it's like little stories about like, you know, hanging down at Dino's Bar and Grill where the boys want to fight and let them. Yeah. And it's, it's just a great, like, it's it's that that Dylan kind of like literal lyricism that is yeah. just great. Um, and I mean, it's just a constant groove. It is. Like, it's, it's, it's also a song that I think I like so much because it just it opens with a single note on the guitar one chord and you're like i know what song this is yeah immediately and there's there's very few songs you can tell not even in the first eight seconds but the first one like yeah just literally hits that bow and you're like yeah this is this thin lizzy oh yeah so with that dave what do you got up next for your number four song for songs about boys being back in town all right, up at number four for me is "The Boys Are Back in Town" by Thin Lizzy. Uh, yes. Yeah, I. Yeah. It was it was just too obvious, I think, at this point. Um, yeah. So, um, I think everybody knows this song, right? Like, it's not an, it's not a surprise to anybody. But some things that you may not know, um, Dino's Bar and Grill, reportedly a real place. Nice. Or could have been a real place. So, they. Um, they like kind of lived some of the lyrics that they talk about here. Like they would get super fucked up all the time and fight. Um, and apparently chose roadies based on how well they could fight, which is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Um, Picturing like that scene from Batman where the Joker like breaks the pool cue and throws it in the middle. Yeah. He's like, we're looking to expand, but we're staying small. So we're going to have tryouts. Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> just tosses the knife in the middle. Like, yeah, just like just like stirring up trouble at a bar whichever guy kicks the most ass is their new rarity yeah. all part of the team who wants to amazing. make two hundred dollars a week yeah exactly <laughs> and like literally just get fucked up with us on the road non-stop i mean look if you're gonna be a touring band playing rock and roll in the 70s you know i mean you're especially you're yeah on foreign soil you're coming yeah. through america and, and the UK. And you need someone. Europe, yeah. You need someone to kick a little ass. Yeah, and uh, you know, unfortunately, it that did take its toll. Not maybe so much the fighting, but the drug and alcohol use. Um, you know, kind of caught up with uh, Phil and not uh, early in life, and just you know, he, his body wasn't able to hold up to to what he was doing. Which yeah, is I was strange. reading about like his cause of death, and it's like it's just like multiple like issues causing kidney lung and heart failure and you're like just all like it sounds like leukemia like because it's like bloodborne or it sounds like it could be i think his body just broke down also sounds like it could be the hiv like with how they describe it that you're like i don't want to assume it but it's just like that maybe that's what they called it then you know what i mean before they really knew things i don't know okay so um some other like folklore on the song is that uh, so Phil Lynott grew up in Manchester. His mom actually owned a club there. Um, I believe his dad was from Brazil. Um, it just didn't really wasn't really a big part of his life. It sounds like so he lived with his mom in in Manchester, and there was uh, something called the Quality Street Gang, which was like a basically <laughs> like the mafia. Um, and he uh, two thumbs up. They real, real quality yeah. gang. They would hang out at his mom's club, which was called. Uh, showbiz um, and he described them as always being dressed to kill which was probably quite literal for a gang yeah. which is hilarious um, and, covered you know, in knives yeah and just <laughs> you know just the 
you know, the fact that those lyrics make it into the song, too, just makes it even cooler. Because you always want it to be about that shit. Yeah. But, like, sometimes you're like, oh, is this, like, a... Is this about, like, the IRA? Or, like, is this yeah, about, yeah. like, something political? Which, like, I dig those songs, too. But sometimes you just want a good song about, like, hanging out with the boys and the boys being back. Yeah. So... All right, Dan, um, that was my choice. Uh, why don't we kick it over to you for your number three pick? All right, so number three for me. Okay, so first of all, I just want to correct myself on a previous one. Thin Lizzy's a four-piece band. I'm an asshole. Oh, okay. I'm very sorry about that. Scott Gorham was guitars. Brian Robertson was also guitars. Uh, Phil, obviously, bass and lead vocal. And Brian Downey, drums. I do want to apologize for that before I go into my number three. Number three for me, this is going to be a quick one because uh, it's we're, we're, uh, we're going to speed this up a little. But number three for me, I mean, I, I, I know you might be a little disappointed because you had talked about this song before we met it for the podcast. But number three for me is The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Ah, damn it. So I had to take it. All it's right. just it was right there for me. It had to happen. Um, and this band, I mean, they fucking rule, man. There's this hysterical story about the band almost breaking up right as they were about to kick off. Um, so they were all set, and it was all over their drummer's beard. Is why Wait, they what? almost yeah. So uh, apparently a fucking dust up, as they refer to it. Okay. Um, a bit of a rumble, yeah, if you will. Chucking some um, nuts, happened in an American in a television studio as the band were gearing up to make their American screen debut. Apparently they took a short break in which Downey had stopped shaving and Phil found that fucking unacceptable and almost <laughs> beat his ass over it. Okay. Um, it's so good, dude. Um, Gorham recalled that uh, he said, I remember watching this happening and they got in a really angry row. And I was thinking, are we really about to fucking break up over facial hair? Um, and he said, but Phil was like that. He was a super good guy. Um, but he never lost sight of what it was that he wanted Thin Lizzy to be. And he said, and their image and how they were received was always super important to him. So okay. he's like, it, like, I can't even imagine, like, <laughs> like, you're about to play. I mean, that was a big thing with, uh, what's it called? With uh, Chris, I'm going to say Hanson, it might be wrong. The drummer for Talking Heads. So oh, I don't know his name. Chris, uh, uh, it's going to bother me. Anyway. Uh, when they did uh, the Stop Making Sense movie, mm -hmm. the goal was the whole band was supposed to be in Chris Franzen. Everyone was supposed to be in very drab colors. Yeah. And then Chris France he sits down at the drums in a fucking bright teal t-shirt. And apparently... Everybody else is gray. Apparently, yeah. Byrne was furious well, I about see it. it. But... What, you know what I mean? It's time to go. Like, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, and it and still looks awesome. That so. reminds me of this. Like, you know, a picture of Phil, he gets up, he, like, stands the mic, he fixes the mic, puts bass on, turns around to look for the count, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what did I tell you? Especially, like, nowadays, you're like, yo, dude, like, a, a grimy drummer is kind of, like, par for the course. Yeah, it's pretty normal. You like, get I don't, sweaty up there. Like, I don't want a clean-cut, like... You know, no, they're, smooth they're looking psychos. drummer that's not what the drummer drummers are psychotic people yeah yeah like it is always the drummer that is your wild card yep like that's just it's built into them yeah they're built different yeah but so yeah I just wanted to bring that fun little detail up about how I mean Phil was having under you gotta be clean shaven for old Philly boy I like it so with that Dave what do you got up for us at number three alright uh, 
For me, uh, my number three pick is going to be by Thin Lizzy. Uh, it is The Boys Are Back in Town. It just makes sense. Yeah, I, I know. It. It's just, it, yeah. right. It's yeah. a little on the nose, but you know, sometimes yeah. you got to. Sometimes gotta take, the sometimes take the that fastball comes up the middle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think everybody knows the song at this point. So, um, you know, there's, you know, this you've heard it before millions and millions of times, but. Um, some interesting facts I found, or one interesting fact is that they um they didn't even know that this was going to be like a big success for them. Really? Um, yeah. So apparently they were. Um, th- there's a quote from the guitar player uh, Scott Gorham uh, who said, "We were playing in some club in the U.S. when our manager came in and said, well, looks like we've got a hit.' We were like, which song? Seriously, we didn't have any idea at all which song it was that had taken off for us." To tell you the truth, we weren't initially going to put the Boys Are Back in Town on the Jailbreak album at all. Back then, you picked 10 songs and went with those because of the t- time restrictions of vinyl. We recorded 15 songs, and of the 10 we picked, that wasn't one of them. But then the management heard it and said, no, there's something really good about this song. Although back then, it didn't yet have the twin guitar parts on it. Okay, so I can see without the twin guitar parts how that could make sense. Um, yeah. Because that does add a lot. Like, this sounds almost like I could almost draw a direct parallel to like Judas Priest and like Iron Maiden with that. Yeah. Like you're like that's that's the trooper. The harmonized like, guitar you know I mean? part. Yeah. Is you're key. like yeah. It really. Like, that's is. the trooper. That's you know screaming for vengeance. You're like holy shit, man. Yeah. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it really is, and it's um you know probably not one of the parts that you first think of when you hear this song. But once it comes on, everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of those great guitar solos you can sing. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Which is key. Um, you know, you know, you want something that's repeatable uh, in marketing. So Absolutely, that's, yeah, yeah. Like, when it gets stuck in your head you like gotta that. You got to have a hook. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. they got a vocal hook and they got a, you know, the guitar playing hook, too. So I can see how it may have been completely different without that um, and would actually be kind of interested to hear it, uh, just whatever the original draft was. But kind of wild that this wasn't even like in consideration at first for the, for the 10 songs on the album and you know becomes the song that they're most known for i feel like that happens more than people realize with uh bands yeah and like a song that was almost a throwaway ends up becoming like your signature hit and then you're like kind of like fucking peter guinness in star wars like alec, the, guinness? alec, alec guinness? guinness excuse yeah. me peter guinness is a sir, different person sir alec guinness. yeah um some respect on his name yeah who like yeah just hates the fact that he was in star wars but it's like made him <laughs> like, insanely wealthy i just love that he's like and they're like why do you hate it he's like it's not a bad movie and he's like it's just like look at this dialogue look at yeah. it and you're like he's like a serious shakespearean yeah, actor like, they like, like, put him in space yeah you're like this man's like an acclaimed actor like this is a stage and screen giant Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just yeah. it just it wasn't his thing. And at the time, was in like River of the Bridge or Kwai. Right. River, bridge over the River, River Kwai. Kwai. Like yeah. uh, another great movie, yeah, but like, it's not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So he's you know. Yeah. Quote me a line from that movie. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I can't. No. Maybe just like Sir, we're officers. I think is like the only, and that's probably not even. Yeah. I mean, just even like you know his most famous line in the entire world is "These are not the droids you're looking for." Yeah. Which is probably infuriating. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Especially when it was being filmed. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's my number three pick. I've uh, always been a big fan of this song. Um, so just just had to be in my list. All right, Dan, uh, let's kick it over to you for your number two pick. So number two for me 
And I'm going with kind of a deep cut. So, like, this one might not be that familiar to a lot of people. But I'm going with The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Um, off All right. Off okay. Jailbreak. I mean, All right. it's it's... I really like it. Some people may not have heard it, but it's really like one of my favorites. And it's just, it's one of those songs that like, I just, it makes me feel better hearing it. Like, it's just a good, it's a song that like me and like, if I'm at work, like working in the record store, as some of you know, I do. And I put this record on old dudes like this. And they're not like, sometimes, you know, I feel like I can feel their look. Like when I'll put something a little more intense on. And this is like one of the everyone that works there makes fun of me because I don't like records from before 1980, <laughs> and this is one of the few that I like. Um, and I actually was reintroduced to this song through watching the web series uh, called Two Minutes to Late Night. Okay. If you've ever seen it, it's hosted by a man in corpse paint and a suit who goes by the name Guarcinio Hall. They record live so, at Saint so Vitus good. Bar in Brooklyn. Um, the house band is Mutoid Man, featuring Stephen Brodsky of Haven and uh, the and uh, Ben Kohler of Converge, and now the bass player from High on Fire. Um, oh, really? And he joined the band as their bass player left. But He's an interesting looking guy. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He very much is. Yeah. Um, and they did a cover of. It started with Cowboy Song, and they're like, "We're going to cover Cowboy Song." And then at the end of it, it cuts into Boys Are Back in Town. Nice. And oh, the whole classic. place is singing along. Like, cameramen are coming out. It was incredible. Um, and who doesn't fucking love this track, man? Yeah. It's just it's just fun. It's something... I mean, I'm not going to... I don't want to get too bro-douchey here, but, like, you're real drunk. You throw your arms around some bros. Yeah. You all start singing along. It's hard to resist, man. It's, it's a contagious. Good, it's a great... So I don't know if it's a great karaoke song because there are long instrumental portions, which I feel are yeah, not great point. for karaoke. But it is a fun call like and Rio. response of boys are back in town, and then you hold the mic out and everybody else repeats. I like that. Um, so that's fun because uh, I think when you're doing karaoke, you got to think of the performance. Whereas, well, like, yeah, if you're a showman, yeah, if there's a 10 minute guitar solo, you're like, you're just gonna be fucking standing there. Yeah, what are you gonna like do? What you, why'd you pick Freebird, you idiot? Yeah, yeah, like that's real dumb. Yeah. Um, also, if I ever have to go to one where another person sings Evanescence, I'm gonna lose it. Oh my god, it's the worst. Now I want to. No, I it's, do. It's I one do. Of those, it sounds funny and like you're gonna enjoy it, and then it's happening, and you forget that all of their songs are like six minutes long. And also, this person's dead serious. Yeah, and yeah. it's not. See, a joke. That's what I want. It's not a joke to them, and. Like, people were like, oh, they were laughing at me. You're like, yeah, dickhead, we're at karaoke. I'm laughing at everybody. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's laughing at me. Yeah, you're, we're that's having fun. That's what this is. Yeah. Like, we're having fun here, pal. Yeah, yeah, like, sorry everyone's enjoying themselves at this bar right now. Anyway, enjoying yourselves what the boys being back in town is all about. Yeah. And it so is. Yeah. it has to be on this list. Um, it's I would I would love to do a karaoke of it, but I'd have to find, like, a radio edit somewhere. Yeah. And like, is there a, is there a copy that they cut down to like three minutes? Uh, but at the same time, that's a bit of a sin because the guitar solos. Yeah, you are don't awesome. want you don't want to take out the the parts that make it unique. Yeah, and I love the I love the stutter step as the guitar solo starts. The yeah, like it's so very good. cool. The, the four like close rests are yeah. excellent. Uh, so Dave, for you, what do you got up for us at number two? All right. Um, for, I'm gonna go uh, at number two. I'm gonna go with uh, the boys are back in town. By Thin Lizzy. Um, 
could have potentially been number one for me, uh, but uh, I feel like one one two switch one two yeah, switch. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a one a one b kind of deal, I think, yeah. for me um, between uh, my number one song and this one. Um, but you know, I, I got to tell you, Dan, I'm a I'm a sucker for some good uh, folklore about a song, um, and okay. I think this song's got some of it with Dino's Bar and Grill. Um, it's a it's a key part of the lyrics, I think. You know. The fact that like the song it is called "The Boys Are Back in Town" references going to a bar. It it's just too perfect for you and the fellas when you're getting together. So you want to like kind of picture yourself in that situation, and you know to make it more relatable. So there is there are places called Dinos, um, but there's not like there's no clear answer as to which one it is. Um, there is a, a nightclub in Manchester where um, the lead singer uh, grew up, and that could be one of them because that's you know part of where he spent most of his time. There was um, also another one, uh, I think also in Manchester, called uh, Dino's Lodge, which was a Dean Martin-themed uh, oh my God. bar, and apparently he was a business partner there, which just means that they just wanted to have his name on it, and he <laughs> gave him some money to do so. I'm just picturing like an Irish like. Irish, ring a ding ding. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really. Oh, how you doing, Frank? Um, trying to do his impression. That's amazing. Um, there's also there's a lot of people on the internet, as there often are, um, theorizing that there's other places called Dino's Bar and Grill. There is a burger bar in Dublin, uh, which is where the band is from and where it was formed, where he probably was when the song was written. Um, but that was, I think, called Dino's Burger Bar, so it's not quite the same. Maybe he just changed it to make it flow a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't hit, doesn't land on the sixth, the yeah. eighth notes to not quite the same. Down at um, Dino's Burger Beer and Bar. <laughs> and, and, Pattery, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just so I like, I like the fact that there's some speculation as to the exact place, um, and maybe it isn't a real place. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's a metaphorical place you go to with the boys, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's just like where you guys are when you're all. Maybe, maybe the together. Dino's Bar and Grill was inside, was the friendship the whole time. Yeah, it was always inside of us. <laughs> yeah. We're all technically the bonds we build along the way. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone who's listening to this is, is part of it too. So. Um, you know, hopefully we just don't all get in the same kind of yeah. raucous fights. That there's uh, a Dino's Bar and Grill in you. Did. There's a Dino's Bar and Grill in me. Yeah, mm. it's poetry. It really is. Um, and that's why you know this is what I am enjoying the most about the boys being back in town, Dan. Is that we, you know, get to share these these ideas with each other and with uh, with all of you listening. Um, all right. Well, that was number two for me, Dan. Uh, why don't we kick it over to you for all your number one pick? This was a highly debated. So I, when you suggested this list, mm -hmm. this is the song that immediately came to my mind, but I wasn't sure like it, it, so like you have the knee jerk reaction of you're like, Oh, it's this, but like, you're like, I don't know if that's the best one though. Okay. So I sat with it at, for a week at number two uh -huh. and I was like, I don't think it is number one worthy. And then on my drive over here, dude, I put it on and I literally went. I put on the playlist for this week and I literally went, this has to be, it just has to be. So for me, okay. it's Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. Fuck. It's right. the, it's All the right. one that I had to make. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, 
fun thing, the, the fucking guitar solo is wild. We, you know, people have talked about it before that, like, this pioneering, like, double-dubbed guitar harmonized. But the crazy thing is, according to Phil's book, he wrote a book called Cowboy Song. Or I guess it's, it's a biography, not an autobiography. So he didn't write it. Uh, but someone wrote it with him. Anyway, uh, apparently the twin guitar sound was a mistake. Oh. That when they're recording, Brian Robertson was doing a take, and the engineer left a a rack delay on his guitar. Um, and so it was like only a millisecond, so he actually could hear himself harmonizing with himself. And he said, we just kept doing it on other songs, even though we were thinking like, as far as Thin Lizzy was, like we weren't really going to make this a thing until we played the boys are back in town solo for our producer. And he said, you absolutely have to keep that. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And with that, they decided they were like, okay, it's gotta be it. So they, they left it on and we have the The pioneering sound that we were looking for. Yeah. That's pretty Um, cool. It's amazing. I like that. It, it almost sounds like with the pattern of it, it reminds me of, especially with the band being Tin Lizzy, and that being a jalopy shitbox car, it almost sounds like a car trying to start. Like it's like, but it never quite. Oh, interesting. Crests. Like, and then the drums drop it back in and like, and it sounds like the car starts back up, which I always thought was really funny um, and kind of gave that appeal to me of like, did you write this intentionally sounding like it's like revving up? Because that's that's what I take from it. Interesting. Oh, I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, so it's... I mean, this band is... If... Uh, how do I describe them? Like, they're, they're one of the only bands from before 1980 that I like. And this record, Jailbreak, it's perfect, man. The song Jailbreak, yeah, the song Jailbreak is, is great. Awesome. That's my second um, favorite song. Cowboy Song is also awesome, as well as... Uh, the other song on here, Romeo and the Lonely Girl, also a solid track. Warriors is sick. This record's just awesome. Yeah, um, it is. It's really, for a band kind of making good, it's really pretty great. Like, considering they had a couple records before this. Um, so they had the self-titled, Shades of a Blue Orphanage, Vagabonds, Nightlife. So this is actually shit, man. This is their sixth record. That wow. it was... It wasn't until the sixth record that a big fat hit finally happened yeah. for him. Yeah, so you're probably Pretty playing wild. like much smaller places, not doing as well financially for a long you know, that's that's probably a decade's worth of music. And they don't have like songs that no one knows, but it's definitely there wasn't a song before this that was like the biggest international hit. Um, or stood the test of time as this song has. So with that, Dave we, it all comes down to this. Yeah. The numero uno. What do you got for us at number one? All right. Uh, up at number one for me is going to be Thin Lizzy, The Boys Are Back in Town. I I don't know what else I could have chosen for this. Um, it's just, it really sums the theme of this episode up, I think, better than any other could have. Um, and it's just one of the greatest rock songs of all time. I mean, if you if you think about the like the term rock and roll, 
this is really like just yeah. you know, should be one of the first songs that you think like, of, I think. The name, the guitar tone. Yeah. The like short shallow drums. Yeah, the fact that they were like hard partying, just fucking around, yeah. like getting in fights. Punk before punk, yeah. metal before metal. Yeah, and just just you know, playing loud music, drinking until they literally died and fighting like that's just that's rock. That's like that's yeah. That's the just epitome living of that it. Russell Crowe lifestyle. Exactly, fighting around the world, yeah, hitting hotel aids with phones. Yep. So, I had never really thought about this before, but technically, the lead singer is singing about the boys, not necessarily implying that he's one of the boys himself. Oh, so you're saying he's one of the people in the town? He, he's just observing the boys, and now they're back. I, and well, got, okay. And but he's also noticed this very attractive woman, who he describes in the second verse, who was she was steaming, um, which has just got to be like it, I assume how dads talked back then. Um, <laughs> but it, it's definitely not something that I hear. She was a real zip zinger. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. Just you know, just just you know, the, you know what that probably is. That's probably jive talk. I, I don't know if I would go that far, but. <laughs> It's definitely not how we would describe it. You just say red hot, but you know, I think people say just say hot now. I think it's we've we've, yeah. we've simplified things um, as we've advanced we in tend, civilization. We tend not to describe people with colors nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's like it's it's interesting to think of it that he's just like he's just a bystander who's just watching the boys come back. Yeah, um, and he's so, like, but he's. I've, He's impressed with them. I wonder if it's almost one of those where he's like, all right, we're in this bar. We come to this, like, like Dino's Bar and Grill. He's like, we come here every night, but now it's a problem because the boys are back in town. Yeah. Like, usually it's a cool, easy night. Right. But, like, tonight Watch it's going to be a little wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if the and like, you know, you can't control them. If these boys are going to fight, you better let them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't you can't stop this wave. Yeah. You, know, you can't hold back the ocean. And I almost feel like at the end when it just keeps repeating and then starts whispering the boys are back in town. The boys are back. It's like the end is closing out of like or, you're mopping up, everybody's walking home and it's just like, Oh man, why are things so crazy? Or it's like quite literally whisper down the lane. Like it's just you know, yeah. somebody hey. somebody spots the boys. Hey. Yeah. They're coming back. They they're at the they're at Dino's Bar and Grill yeah. and they turn to one another and say, "Hey, the boys are back in town." Yeah, like, they're letting everybody know. Then they they you know that keeps going and it just gets just whispered yeah. down the lane. You know that's how whispered down the lane works, right? So word um, on the street is that this the song about Dino's Bar and Grill is what directly inspired the bar lock-in scene in tac- in um, uh, Bronx Tale. Oh, when Robert De Niro locks the door and doesn't let the bikers leave. Gotcha. But this was an inspiration for that scene. Oh, nice. That's a great. That's probably maybe not probably. I would consider that to be one of the more underrated uh, mob movies ever made. Oh yeah, because sure. it's very good. Yeah, or I'm like, sorry, it wasn't De Niro that locked it. It was Chaz Palminteri. Okay, because he was the mobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it you just, just can't leave. Yeah, I don't know why people don't talk about that movie as much. Um. Yeah, it's good. It's great. And the um, boys were back in that one too, so I don't understand. Yeah. Um, where the, you know, where the disconnector hate is, or just indifference. I don't know. But what I can tell you, Dan, is that the boys are back in town, uh, and I'm very happy about it. I'm gonna take myself out of narrator mode, and I'm gonna put myself right in it. And you and I are the boys, and we're back. We're, we're the back boys. in town. Um, yeah. In narrate this, situation. this yeah. Phil Lenat from Beyond. Yeah, from yeah, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, just don't mess with us because we might fuck you up like he did. Yeah. He would have. If we want to um, fight, you better let us. Better. The boys are back. I love that it just whispers at the end. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So like that it's was. Got a secret. Yeah. It is, it's a dirty, dirty little secret. I wish I didn't say that out loud. Um, yeah. This was a fun one. Um, you know, it feels good to be back in it, back in the Yeah, and such a diverse list, which I think is yeah, was, always fun to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, we really try to, you know, uh, spread out multiple genres and, and different decades of yeah, music with this get one. Get something that really encompasses the full spectrum right, yeah, we of the boys being back. Right. We didn't want to just give you, uh, you know, a list uh, that you could have found on Spotify of just, you know, the songs that are just, you know, basically the title of the song is what you're looking for. So, you know, we... we we, we spread out. We really put our thinking caps on and, and dug deep since we had so much time um, in between the last episode and this one to uh, to, get, to bring you such a such a wonderfully diverse list, I thought. So, um, yeah, feels good to be back. We're going to be more regular um, and we'll be bringing you more excellent content like this uh, on a weekly basis again. So we're excited. Uh, stay tuned for some exciting new episodes um, and don't forget to uh, to interact with us on social media um, and let us know. Um, maybe let us maybe maybe welcome us back, welcome the boys back, and let us know what kind of lists uh, you may want to hear uh, as we, you know, go into the second iteration of this uh, of this podcast. Um, all right, cool, Dan. Tell everyone where they can find us. All right, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under at D and D Music Factory. That's the letter D, the letter N, and the letter D again, followed by Music Factory. Uh, you can find me personally at, at Lukewarm Steve Austin on Instagram and D.